Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three mistakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito So, Maddie, um, you are both a Boston Bruins and Washington Capitals fan. I almost didn't let you on the podcast because of the Bruins part. So you're going to have to, like, give me the justification here. Um, So the justification here is that um, I guess I could have spent four years of being an undergrad, being a miserable Bruins fan, um, watching them get thrashed by the Caps truly every game. Um, or I could switch allegiances and make my life easier as someone who writes about DC sports and uh, lives in the district most of the time. So I also feel like, you know, the Bruins truly have won once in recent history against yeah. the Caps. So if anything, it's just like, does it matter? It because they're not going right? to win. It balances it out. No, 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 no. I... I think I would be kind of a hypocrite if I, you know, as, as much as someone who is everyone should be a fan of whoever they want, you know, and ultimately sports is something that should just make you happy, right? So I yeah. guess that kind of makes sense. Like, I truly, the thing is, though, I definitely am not like a, oh, I love every team person. Yes. I certainly am not that type of person. Um, <laughs> right, well, what's the uh, team I, you hate the most, then? Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs, Ooh, which is right, like... Okay, why? Um... I would say that I just don't enjoy their existence in general. Um, uh, I think that it's like, you know, the, uh, the Red Sox have like the Yankees, but like, I think in recent years, even though the brands have like truly beat the Leafs in the playoffs every time, um, it like that animosity kind of, you know, it, it cuts deep with me. I, I don't really have, um, strong feelings towards uh or positive feelings towards toronto um but it's weird i actually did not care about like the raptors winning because i was like you know what i'm cool with them but the leafs i cannot do this (laughs) all right well speaking of things that you hopefully do have strong opinions on but positive um maddie do you want to do some capital superlatives sure all right well let's do that with that uh let's get the show started Welcome back to Japers Rink Radio. I'm your host, Greg Young, and uh, happy to be joined by uh, Maddie of Japers Rink. So, Maddie, how are you doing? Pretty good. Can't complain. Good, good, good. All right, so I'm going to give kind of our listeners a little bit of a heads up. This is, again, I I feel like all season I've kind of been the, well, we're doing a different kind of podcast today person, and uh, we're really doing a different type of podcast today. So I have um, in front of me, and Maddie has in front of her, some um, Washington Capitals uh, superlatives that we're going to uh, dish out here. Um, I figure it's the end of the year. You know, it's been the end of uh, another really pretty successful year of Capitals hockey, as long as we ignore the playoff. Um, so, yeah, I think we're I think we're going to start reading these off. So, uh before we do that, Maddie, if you want to kind of introduce yourself a little bit, uh, kind of tell uh, our listeners about you a little, and uh, I know that you got a new big job coming up, so if you want to talk about that, that'd be great. 
Sure. Um, yeah. So I have been um, a part of Japers Rink for about, I guess, two or three years. I want to say three, but I also could be very wrong about that. <laughs> I um, think we started at like the same time, right? Roughly? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I was a junior in college. Yeah. Um, uh, time has no meaning to me because I'm 22 and I barely exist as a person, but um hey i'm 29 and i barely exist so that makes sense you know that's fair (laughs) i feel like no one really exists but um yeah so i wrote about dc sports um for my recent job at washingtonian magazine um which some of you may have heard of some of you may have not Mm, who knows yeah uh but i am sort of moving on to do more sports things um as a production assistant at espn in january so that's exciting and scary um, I still do not believe it, but I'm very excited. Wow, yeah. And I know recently you uh, wrote maybe one of my favorite sports articles of the year with your valiant attempt, I think, to <laughs> go to a Washington football game for, what, under $30 or something like that, I think was, was yep. the goal? Yep, under 30 It was going to be under 25 but then, like, the tickets were originally going to be $4, but then they got up to, like, 8 Oh, uh, is that like that stupid stub hub fee or whatever? Yeah, it's the fees are crazy. They're like five dollars, and it's like this costs more than the t- ticket yes. itself. <laughs> which, which, it, 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 nothing else speaks truly, truly, you know, speaks volumes about the the football team's kind of performance this year, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, this year, every year. Yeah, who's to I guess say? That's true. Well, all right. <laughs> so, th- speaking about um, the things that are unlike the unlike the skins, uh, the best of things, um, the first. The first uh, superlative I have is uh, for best dressed. And Maddie, I know that you said you have some thoughts about this. So uh, take Mm -hmm. it away. Yeah. So my thing is, uh, I like to go to the Dolly Parton school of fashion in that being fashionable is not necessarily the best choice. Um, So I think that there's a lot of caps that wear very trendy, uh, like, suits. But I don't think they look good. Okay. So, like, uh, there's this one, like... Kepney uh, jersey, uh, jersey suit. Um, <laughs> wow, um, where it's like a checkered suit, um, and it's like fully like the large Glen check, and it just like, in theory, is a good suit, but it's not the right suit. And I yeah. think that like, this is sort of off the board, but also on the board in that I would say Holtby is the best dress because he always looks like himself in a way that makes sense and is cohesive to his, like, brand, if you will. So I feel like he's the best dressed for himself. Sure. No, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. I So uh, Tom Wilson uh, is someone who I'm sure is going to come up a decent amount here, and I'm going to start mm-hmm. the Tom Wilson love. Um, I think he always just seems to have a suit that just – fits him pretty well, you know, and I think I think mm-hmm. the hair kind of complements it really nicely. Um, mm-hmm. He does three-piece suits occasionally too, right, if I remember yeah. correctly? Yeah, mm-hmm. so as a, as, a, as a lawyer now, you know, I, I admire someone who can pull off a three-piecer, like, I cannot, and uh, I feel like I would look like a 55-year-old, like, Wall Street banker if I tried that look, so <laughs> um, I, I, give, I give him props for that. Um, mm-hmm. I... I'm trying to think of, like, another really elite one. You know, it always seems like yeah. whenever I see, you know, someone like maybe like a Dimitri Orlov, he's always pretty well-dressed, you know. Um, there's I think just a – yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know he's he's had a couple of suits, I think, that are actually pretty nice. He does, like, a gray yeah. one pretty nicely, I think. I feel like Eller is very, like, low-key, nice, uh, like, yeah. nicely dressed, like, in a way that it kind of is just understated, which yeah. I appreciate. But I also think for Tom Wilson – a thing is, is he very well dressed, or is he just a handsome person that could wear a sack of potatoes? That's true. <laughs> I feel like it truly just might be that he is handsome and uh, therefore looks good, that's which true. I hate him for that. That's fair. But. No, no, no. I, th- I think that's valid. I think that's valid. I think that you know he is, um, you know, yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. I think it's it's tough too because I mean, part of I think wearing a suit well is you know wear like you know you yourself you know really. So it's tough to kind of separate those two, but yeah, like, I think, I think that's valid. And I think, uh, I'm definitely willing to, uh, hear your argument here and, uh, award this, I think to, um, oh my God, who did you name? I'm blanking on this. Uh, <laughs> Holtby. <laughs> no, oh, uh, wait, wait, who did you actually name? Uh, I named Holtby. Holtby. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm willing, I'm willing to cede this one to Holtby. So, um, all right, um, so next one up, we have one from Jason Rogers, who chimed in very nicely. Um, 
So the capital most likely to stink bomb the science teacher's chemistry lab. Um, I'll admit I have really no idea where to go with this one. So I'm just going to leave this to you and hopefully you have a better idea with this than I do. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, I think Jason was very specific with this question, yes. um, which almost I think means there's some experience behind this. Um, not to point fingers, but yeah. perhaps <laughs> check out that. Um, I would say the um, collective fourth line would be able to pull it off Ooh. because Wait, like they're very answer. like I, I like they're very good at what they do um, in a way that's almost unexpected. So yeah. I think that channeling that energy into I also think they all have like very like low key sweet faces. Yeah. So I think you could get, get away, away with, with it. You know, bombing. The, yeah. You know, I feel like it's a good heist <laughs> there. That's perfect. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little more specific with this. I. I look at like a Brendan Leipzig and, you know, I, I, and this is mainly just me analogizing his hockey player with his, you know, just kind of, he always just seems like kind of a mischievous player. Like I, you know, he's always like kind of, you know, a little bit of a pest and kind of always in the, you know, always seemingly in kind of that place, you know, where he's like a little annoying to other people. I could see mm -hmm. him maybe pulling off a stink bomb really effectively. Yeah, I see that. I think... Yeah. I'll give you that one. Okay. All right, cool. That was one I kind of, like, I look at the roster. I'm like, oh, wait, there actually just is a correct answer. So who, <laughs> all right, I'm going to I'm gonna go off of this. I'm going to ad-lib this a little bit. Who do you think that would be the capital that would be the most likely to tell on that person for stink bombing? Oh. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, I don't think there's, like, a snitch. Yeah. I feel like that's just not the vibe. Yeah. Like, hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, a responsible, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I I feel like Radko Gudas would catch them and be very disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's just because I think Radko Gudas just looks like a father. Yes, and has that energy of being disappointed. Yeah, I, he yeah he just has a look of like yeah you know like I I see this and I don't <laughs> quite approve of it but you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go tell people you know yeah like, yeah a stern you know but caring person. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome. All right, so we have um, one uh, one of the ones we got from our internal Slack. We have a few of these. Uh, the capital most likely to read Japer's Rink. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what to think about this one. Uh, I, I We could cheat here and say that we know that Alex Ovechkin on Twitter actually follows JP and Japer's mm -hmm. Rink, so that seems like as good a one as any. You know, I could see... You know, the big secret, I feel like, if you talk to media people, is that mm -hmm. hockey players read a lot more about this than they, like, want to admit that they do. So mm -hmm. it could be that the answer is just all of them. And maybe, uh, I mean, also, maybe I'm just giving my, us a huge ego or something like that. But, I, you know, I think that, like, secretly, all of these players, like, probably know what's being said about them, at least a little bit. Yeah, I think, it, yeah, I think it's definitely fair to say that they're, like, if not checking their mentions, definitely perusing a little bit yeah um i don't know like if there's a specific person that would stand out to me i guess i don't know like i have this weird like feeling that kuznetsov would read uh, maybe not this season but yeah. like in general like would be in tune with his own press yeah. but like i don't necessarily think that like there's a specific person that would be reading more than others no, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think that Kuzi's a good one, too, because I think that he is someone that kind of, you know, can be a little up and down sometimes. And so I could mm -hmm. see, you know, him maybe reading a negative article and being like, no, screw this person. I am going to go, you know, actually play defense today, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> or like, yeah. uh, or the opposite. You know, he gets a little too high up there. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So... Um, I'm going to snap now. All right. The, the capital and this, this got a little bit of, um, a little bit of argument in our, in our chat, the capital most likely to put ketchup on a hot dog. Maddie, do you put ketchup on a hot dog? I, I do not because I think that hot dogs are inherently gross and weird. <laughs> I don't really know what they are. Um, don't yeah. know what the USDA standards are for that, but I don't really want not a hot dog to person. try. No, not a fan. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, let me think. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of like a, like a kind of, 
I feel like TJ Oshi would be someone that, like, I could see putting ketchup on a hot dog. Like, you know, he's yeah. very much, like, kind of all-American. He definitely would eat hot dogs, right? There's no yeah. way TJ Oshi has, hasn't eaten a hot dog. So, he has, like, he's yeah. very barbecue dad energy. Yeah. So, like, I feel like it, he's, like, throwing the Franks on the grill and then putting hot, like, ketchup on them. It yeah. makes sense. Well, okay, so if we definitely say just most likely to eat a hot dog, I think we're in universal agreement that TJ Oshi, right? Just no yes. doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With maybe, like, a little bit of Alex Ovechkin, like, we know he does grill sometimes when he's not, mm-hmm. like, almost setting himself on fire like he did mm-hmm. after the Capitals run, uh, <laughs> after they won the Cup. Um, right. So he definitely, I feel like, would eat a hot dog, too. You know, I don't I don't mm-hmm. know if Ovechkin, I don't know, I could I could see him eating ketchup. I mean, Russian, red, you know, maybe, maybe something kind of that simple, you know, I don't know. Um, this is clearly a very yeah. well thought out thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Um, okay. So cap, and I, this is what I, I like this one a lot. Um, the capital most likely to drink eggnog through a Christmas sweater. There's only one correct answer to this. And it, it is. Oshi. Yeah. It's gotta be Oshi, right? <laughs> yeah. I just think the logistics of that, um, are alarming. Yeah. <laughs> um, you'd have to have like a very cheap sweater with like no adornments on it because if it is even slightly thick, yeah, um, that will just not work with eggnog. Yeah. So, Oof. but I I believe that he's up to the challenge for that. I think he could do it. You know, I don't I don't know mechanically how that would work, but I mean, Tejia, he's Captain America, right? If he can, yeah. you know, score like winning shootout goals, there's nothing he can't do. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. This is perfect. All right. Okay. So. The Capitol most likely to get their own thriller trilogy is someone that uh, someone chimed in on Twitter. So I don't really know where to go with this one. Um, maybe like a Capitol who's a really good dancer. Maybe you would be one. Like, I don't really know where to think about that one, though. I like don't know what thriller trilogy means in this context. Yeah. So I was taking it as oh, like, like a movie trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I thought it was like for some like reason I thought film? of like the Michael Jackson song, but that doesn't make any sense because trilogy <laughs> is involved. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a like a horror, like yeah. the Saw one, two, and three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in which case I would say Nicholas Backstrom because he does have like murder eyes. Ooh, Ooh I like that one. It and just like I feel like can be a little haunting yeah. in the face area. So I feel like that's what you need for a psychological thriller. I mean, Nicholas Backstrom definitely has seen things, right? Yes. I don't think there's a doubt in my mind that he's definitely seen things. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Um, I like this next one, and I'm really excited to talk about it. The biggest DC sports fan is one that I created. So I think that this is kind of one of the things that I've really enjoyed about both the Capitals and Nationals runs is how much they seem to enjoy each other and enjoy mm-hmm. these kind of runs. So, you know, I feel like there's a lot of answers to this. Um, you know, I I look at potentially like a, again, I keep saying TJ Oshi, but he's definitely mm-hmm. one. Um, but, you know, even like kind of low key, like you see, I feel like you always see uh, Kuznetsov at a lot of these yeah. things. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because I feel like even before like, the, like the hype of this year like I feel like he was always sort of just like in there like yeah. going to like Wizards games and being excited about that so like I feel yeah. like he's a very like been there from the start fan yeah but okay yeah. wait real quick to go back to Thriller Trilogy I have a kind of other low-key nomination for that how about Ilya Samsonov like we don't know him Ooh. super well and I feel like he has a kind of look that's like a he's also seen things look yeah and you can just bring back the old like the uh, old masks and then it's like perfect yeah that's perfect okay um all right next up we have three in a row um i think these were also from twitter um most oh actually uh i got dm these i think um okay most likely to play superman in a movie oh it's definitely garnet hathaway with that jawline yeah like i feel like he like one i think in general like he's sort of like, not underrated, I guess, but sort of um, under the radar in a way that I think you got to be, like, for Clark Kent, you got to, like, yeah. have your glasses and not be seen because you're wearing glasses, so of course you're not mm-hmm. Superman. Um, but, yeah, I feel like he has, like, the superhero jawline, too, mm-hmm, which yeah. is if you're doing the bit, you have to have the look, yeah. so. All right, um, I'm going to actually go John Carlson here, I think. Um hmm. I, so I, he always just seems to be, like, someone who is, like, always kind of just doing the superhero thing. Like, I, whenever he's, like, 
you know, scoring. He always seems like he's, like, kind of, like, just celebrating like he just, you know, saved someone or something like mm-hmm. that. I, I, I'm always just, like, I can't explain exactly why John Carlson, to me, just, like, rings, like, wow, this guy is someone who is just, like, a Superman. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I think, look, I mean, if, if Smallville taught us nothing, it's that, you know, Superman has to kind of grow into the role, right? Mm-hmm. And John Carlson, I feel like, has grown into superstardom. You know, it's not something that he was, you know, he was always born special, but, you know, it took kind of the right confluence of circumstances for him to really, you know, become the true hero that he is. So that's, that's kind of my rationale with Carlson. True. I, I guess I, I could see that for sure. Yeah. I guess you could also argue that that could be um, fodder for him being uh, Captain America if you want to cross Ooh. over to Marvel. Yeah. Um, and sort of the, like, the whole Avengers analogy. Superman. I feel like that works. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. I I didn't think about Marvel superhero, but like, you know, I think that one makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. Um yeah, okay, all right. The next one is super easy, and I think there's only one correct answer. Although I said that, we disagreed on the last one. So, um, <laughs> most likely to moonlight as a coffee shop musician. I feel like that's just fully Holpe. It's got to be Holpe, right? Yeah, he's got the look. He, yeah. You know, just throw on, like, a little hat. He's in a coffee shop. Yeah. Like, he's got the hipster look. Definitely, definitely. And, I mean, t- uh, Braden Holpe, there's no way he definitely hasn't written, like, um, like freestyle poetry, right? There's, like, a 100% chance that that has happened. Oh, for sure. But yeah. I do think that, like, um, TJ Oshie would be most likely to say, anyway, here's Wonderwall. Ooh. Yeah. That's fair. He's got that okay. energy. Yeah. I could see I could see Oshie doing that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of another one that, like, I... You know, I feel like Lars Eller would be in the crowd, right? Like, he'd be there. You know, he'd be someone I feel like they would kind of appreciate a coffee shop vibe. But I don't know if he would be the one that would perform. I feel like that would would take a lot of, you know, I I feel like he's more of like a background player in a coffee shop. Yeah. Maybe like a poetry read, but like of someone else's poetry. Yeah. Or maybe he'd be like in a poetry group, you know, like like a reading group. And like just be like a very strong, solid, you know, he's always going to be there and not you know, be the one to blow off the meeting at the last minute. You know, like, Lars sure. definitely getting there on time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So, um, next up, most likely to become a professional golfer. Uh, I mean, I feel like the only image I, ha- I have in my head is, again, TJ Oshie with the beer helmet while mm-hmm. golfing. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to think of, like, another one that makes sense. Um, I could see, like, maybe, like, a Carl Haglin being someone who, you know, he's always kind of, like, athletic you know and maybe would be good at golfing too you know i don't i don't really know though i don't really know much about golf i would say um i know that i i know many people who golf my brother golfs but i think he is bad at it um so i i wouldn't know my parents golf and are also terrible at it so uh that was actually uh well wait i shouldn't tell what my christmas present whatever too late Uh, (laughs) but uh yeah that was that was uh my parents being terrible at golf actually revolved around a lot of our christmas presents so yeah it's uh the american pastime i feel like is not just being a professional golfer but being a terrible golfer so yeah i'm trying to think of like a capital who'd be really like would try to golf but wouldn't be very good at it i don't know hmm this is i I feel like alex ovechkin would be a terrible golfer yeah, that's. I think that Kuznetsov would also just be terrible at golf, but have like a very good time being yeah. the worst. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Um, next one is one that I really enjoyed, and uh, I think this is from uh, the Caps Mustache Twitter account. Um, the Capital most likely to become a pro wrestler. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I have a thought about this one, but it's only the name. I feel well, like you need. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was thinking you need like the physique and also the like showmanship. Yeah. Which is, I feel like, the more difficult aspect of yeah. it. So I'd like to hear your thought on it. Okay. Well, all right. So, also, like, I think a good name is important. And when I think of a like a of a wrestling name, man, Radko Gudis is just like the perfect wrestling name. And I'm also like one of the more physical capitals, but. Mm-hmm. And then again, like, personality-wise, I don't really know if, if I'm there with him with that role, you know? Like, the showmanship, I don't I don't feel like he's someone who's going to, like, you know, show off a ton. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good... Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess you could go for someone who's, like, the professional wrestler that's there for the bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the person who's not going to 
be the person who's going to lose and everyone knows they're going to lose but they're there more for like the show aspect of it yeah i feel like if you're going for that it would probably be like rena or someone like that Ooh, i like that because one. it would be funny to see yeah most likely. or like a brendan leipzig maybe even you know like i feel like yeah. he's someone that you know like maybe 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 he would be like someone you'd root for you know as like a yeah. little antagonistic but you know ultimately a heart of gold mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's perfect okay cool all right um Next one is one that I, I think uh, we both knew was coming, um, and uh, I've, I've heard that there's only one correct opinion on this. Uh, the capital most likely to be an OC character. Um, I have to admit that I have never seen the OC. I have never... Well, actually, no, that's not true. I've seen a few episodes, but uh, yeah, it's... Uh, California, good-looking, you know, I think is kind of the thought. Uh, yeah. So... Mm-hmm. I, I feel yeah, like, I, I, I don't yeah. know. I feel like the one I've heard from people is that Tom Wilson has to be the pick there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's, like, I don't know if he has, like, the California handsome vibe. Yeah. I feel like, I feel, we keep saying Oshi, but I feel like he looks most likely to be a person from California. Yeah. He, like, he, I don't know. It's I think it's just the hair. Yeah. And, like the sort of, like, youthful skin. I feel like that's what people in the OC have, but yeah. I also only have seen memes of the OC, <laughs> well, so I, think I don't know. that's all that really matters of the OC anymore anyways. If you can't meme it, then it doesn't exist, right? So, that's true. Yeah. That's uh, true. <laughs> very important. Um, I think Vrana also might be a stealth contender for that, too. Like, you know, I also, like, very, very good hair. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like he's, like... The OC, from what I vaguely remember of it, they're always, like, kind of getting into, like, hijinks and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And so I could I could see Vrana maybe as being someone who, like, would, would maybe be involved in something like that. Isn't it, like, uh, there's, I want to, I might be saying someone from a completely different show, but isn't it, like, Seth Cohen's, like, one character who's kind of, like, geeky, but, yes. like, and the pseudo-brother of this other guy who's kind of, like, the tough cool guy yes. who's also broke yeah um we all know okay, seth, so... <laughs> seth, uh, seth uh that he's that he's the most geeky and not at all good looking person at all right yeah <laughs> of course and then it's like he's truly a handsome person yes. so yeah, whatever yeah. so Everyone i feel like that show is gorgeous <laughs> yeah reno would be seth cohen i feel like and yeah. oshi would be that other man who i don't know who he is yeah that's fair yeah, yeah okay cool yeah yeah i could see that um oh yeah I like that. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, at that, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, after that, you have really exciting things like um, the capital most likely to move into the woods after retiring, the cuddliest capital, and the capital that is secretly an amazing cook. So uh, stick around. Welcome back to Japers Rink Radio. I'm your host, Greg Young. And uh, Maddie, you had one uh, while we were talking uh, at break. Um Give me, uh, give me, uh, what, what you're, what you're thinking here for your capital superlative. Yeah. So, um, we're both fans of the Bon Appetit cinematic universe. Yes. Um, Very important. so I thought, um, it'd be fun to see which capitals are the big three of Bon Appetit. Um, the big three being Claire, Brad, and Chris. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to hear what you thought about that. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like Claire is like, you know, kind of the... I wouldn't say the mom, but, like, you know, like, the... uh, She's always, like, kind of... I feel like whenever it's her and Brad together, like, she's Mm -hmm. always the one, like, Brad's, like, the little child, like, running around doing weird things, and Claire... Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's very long-suffering when Brad's around, I would say. Yeah. That's a good... That's a good one. Um, I don't know. What are you thinking about Claire? Because I feel like there's a couple different directions we could go in with this one. Mm Hmm. I would say... I think that I would, this is kind of an off left, like left field one, but I would say Lars Eller is Claire. Ooh, I like that one. I would say that because I feel like, you know, it, Claire's very understated in why she's great. Um, and I feel like she, but she also is very half sour as Brad would say. So I think someone who is less in your face is maybe someone who'd be, Claire. Yeah. But it was also like kind of like the one like doing a lot of like the behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah you know, like, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like Brad, for me, that's Rana, but I'm curious what your thoughts are. So I 
I was thinking just the Brad sound like boisterous and joyful that like, I feel like I would say definitely like Ron Oroshi would be Brad. But, um, cause I think that's also just like, kind of like the bro energy. Like Brad is truly just like a man from New Jersey. Yes. Um, like that is, that is his whole personality. He's the Jersey Twitter account in human form. Um, but it's also like one of the sweetest people you'll ever see supposedly. So, which I love. Yeah, and is, like, you know, kind of goofy, but, like, fully competent. And you just kind of forget about that because they're so, like, he's so joyful to watch. Yes. Um, But who do you think is Chris? Huh. That's a good one. I mean, I will admit, I haven't seen as many Chris videos as Mm -hmm. the other two. Um, Hmm. I don't know, where where would you go with Chris? Well, Chris... I, I think of Chris always just like showing up midway through the gourmet makes um, yes. episodes where he's like there to be like, he's kind of weird um, and just sniffs things um, and is sort of the moral support to Claire. But like, he's yeah. clearly like a big player within the Bonamite cinematic yes. universe. <laughs> so I guess I was thinking Backstrom because I feel like they have similar energy of being vaguely disapproving but yeah also supportive yeah i can also see like i mean it's gonna be coming halfway through like maybe like a, even a carl Haglin. i know we haven't mentioned him as much so i feel bad hello carl <laughs> um but uh you know i mean like carl came in like you know i feel like ha- you know, even a little bit later than halfway through you know but uh mm-hmm. is someone who kind of like pieces things together you know and is like a big kind of behind the scenes guy too so I, you know, I, but Nicholas Backstrom to me makes sense. I mean, both both Swedish, you know, so I guess there's something with the, the Swedes and being uh, vaguely disapproving of their, uh, you know, of their more boisterous teammates a little bit. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I like that one. That was a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. So uh, the capital hopping back in here. Um, I have the capital most likely to become a ref after retiring. So. I don't know. Like, I feel like we've 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 kind of put kind of put Gudis in this hole. So that's kind of that's kind of where I'm leaning. But you know, I I've, I'm curious, kind of what you think. I don't. I feel like just because there's so many like the history of uh, Radko Gudis's entire existence. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. It would be very weird if he was a rad. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be funny though. Although, yeah, it would be very very strange energy I'm so, just thinking, so maybe like, he's have... the one most likely to work in nhl player safety is what we're saying <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean he would certainly have some views on that yes um i think i will truly go left field um and just for no reason but because i have not mentioned him and what else could he do let's just say nick jensen Ooh, okay that was actually going to also maybe mention another one who we haven't talked about. And I feel like he's, like, someone who, like, you know, is young but, like, already kind of knows the rules pretty well, you know, and is always on the penalty kill. So maybe, like, a Jonas Siegenthaler would be a good referee. Yeah, you know. Yeah. He's someone that, like, yeah, you know, like, he kind of knows what's going on. You know, he, like, I think can get along with people, which refs actually kind of low-key, that's a huge part of their job is just Mm -hmm. trying to make people not kill each other. So I feel like, you know, there's something, too, about, like, you know, he's Swiss, right? And so Mm -hmm. neutrality, you know, and, like, being... (laughs) (laughs) I guess you could always go and find, like, who has the most penalty minutes and be like, well, I guess they could be a ref because they certainly know what it's like to get a penalty and therefore (laughs) they can give them. And so that's how we end up with Tom Wilson, the the referee. Um, yeah, okay, so, um, the capital, um, so it's actually funny that this is a topic because, uh, there is a capital that last year would have been an easy call for this award because he already is a coach, but, uh, the capital most likely to work on the bench post-retirement, and, uh, if we're keeping by these rules, we cannot mention Brooks Orpik, who is not on the roster, but who I think would be a no-brainer because he Mm -hmm. literally is becoming a coach right now, but... I don't really mm-hmm. know about this one. I'm kind of kind of curious. Um, hmm. yeah. I this was one that like when I was looking through, it was kind of like I was one that I had to like think about a lot, and I'm still like kind of mulling it over because yeah. I'm I'm there are a lot of like former players obviously that go on to be coaches, and not all of them are great. Um, yeah. I don't really, um, and I don't think that like being a great player necessarily like 
makes you a great coach either. So that like sort of it just like yeah. I don't know. That's why, like, like, Wayne Gretzky wasn't a great coach, you know? It's like, yeah, you you have to, if you're so talented at it, it's harder, I would would imagine, to teach people it, you know, because you just do things that other people I feel like because of the way John Carlson has, like, had to evolve, I think he'd have great, like, perspective. Yeah. Um, um, So I think that he'd be a good sort of, like, mentoring coach role in the future. I feel like a, a player who, because I'm now trying to think of players who we haven't thought of yet. I feel like Dimitri Orlov actually is someone who, like, kind of low-key is someone who is actually way more, like, defensively responsible than you would think, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's, I feel like he's always, like, someone who gets along with people. He's had his adversity in his career with some injuries earlier and kind of being bounced around a little bit and to to really develop and become one of the Capitals' best defenders, you know. Seems like a guy that everyone really likes. I feel like Orlov, you know, would be maybe a good coach, you know, in a few years, too. That's, like, someone who, a little off the wall, but I could see that one, too. Yeah, you know, I see that, too. Cool. All right, um, we're going to go in the opposite direction. Uh, Capital most likely to move into the woods after retiring. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like, because... You can move into the woods because you want to, like, do the whole, like, into Tim the Thomas-y wild thing. thing. Yeah, you know. Or, like, you could just be like, I never want to, like, be on the grid again. That's... And I think that those are, like, two very different That's energies. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, I guess, like, hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I feel mean, like Richard the... Pronick might want to move into the woods <laughs> after this year a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that, like. Holtby would be very into just like existing yeah. in the woods and just being a per- like that person who lives like naturally. Yeah. Um, I'd say that person like that's a, like a trope of people. It really, not many people are living in the woods that I know of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that's sort of like he has that natural wellness energy that yeah. would come with being in the woods. He Maybe could just, like, bring his guitar out there, you know, and it would be fine. Yeah, you know, it could be, like, the whole Justin Timberlake thing where, yeah. like, is the man of the woods thing. Yeah. <laughs> and goes to the um, coffee shop to be a musician. Yeah. I mean, I feel like after Brayden Holby retires, he's just going to be, like, living his best life, you know? Although now that I think about it, Garnet Hathaway, his family are, like, lobster um, catchers, oh. right? Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> so, right, yeah. I like not the woods but like maybe he'll just like get on a boat and do like deadliest catch for the rest of his life Ooh, i mean that would be great i would totally watch garnett hathaway do deadliest catch it'd be cool yeah that'd be cool um all right so now um let's see uh okay the that this is one I've, i've gotten this a couple of times so we have to do it uh the cuddliest capital um yeah I feel like they're all, like, actively, like, have no personal space against each other. Yeah, that's definitely true. But CC I feel the like... uh, T.J. Oshivrana bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like I've seen, like, Rana be consistently, like, very cuddly. Yeah. But obviously, if we're doing caps of days past, it would be Burakovsky. Oh, yeah. Like, no doubt. Oh, how, how, how both beautiful but also painful are those photos with him and McKinnon? Truly, you know, I it's like when you get the LinkedIn notification of your yeah. ex getting a job that they always wanted. Um, not that I can relate to this, but, you know, <laughs> you're like, oh, congrats. Um, I yeah. guess I'll send a congratulations. Yeah. I mean, uh, I I miss him, and I know Adam Stringham uh, is someone who is, like, gone very back and forth on him and actually didn't draft him for the all capitals team which was mm-hmm. baffling to me but uh yeah like i yeah i miss i miss i miss, I miss burra he's uh and i'm glad he's doing well i mean i think he has 13 goals already which is more than he had like any of the last three years so yeah we miss you buddy come back you know <laughs> but it seems like you're doing well in colorado and there wasn't really as much room for you here so you know maybe it was like one of those where like you know he had to go away to truly find himself yeah, it's like, you know, it's the right person, wrong time thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, you know, or, or like, you know, as much as like the, you know, he, he needed to go to college. You know, he needed to like, yeah, go to, go <laughs> go to Colorado. Find himself. Or, or, you know, he, uh, here's what I will say. Burra, not the first person to say, I need to go to Colorado to find myself. <laughs> Truly, my cousin did that. So you're not wrong. <laughs> did, 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 did your cousin find themselves is the real question. Ah, uh, you know, 
I'll find out at Christmas. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. So, uh, all right. Um, so kind of keeping with this theme a little bit, um, the capital with the best beard. And I feel like there's a, there's a, there's two that are the obvious one here, but the one, you know, I, I, it still has to be Hopi, right? Yeah. I think Gittes has like a great dad beard. Yes. Like it's he, like very I, neatly maintained too. I feel like I keep dropping hints that I think that like Radko Gudas is just like the ultimate dad because yeah. like he's just got he he truly looks like a forty year old man. Yeah, yeah, and, no, uh, uh, yeah. Man. He's great. Like and uh, that photo with I think it was like his grandpa, him and his kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was or well, his dad, him and his kid. That that was yeah. that was adorable. Very sweet. Yeah, they're the best. Um, okay. So the capital um, that could have excelled at any sport but chose hockey. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, the thing is, like, the secret is these are all incredibly freakish athletes who could do anything and are just, like, in general incredible. So mm-hmm. the answer really, I feel like, could be any of the capitals. Um, yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of, like... Uh, I just feel like Oshi would be most likely to play a bunch of like obviously like a bunch of athletes like um play various sports throughout their lives but i feel like he has very like high school four sport athlete energy yeah i can Um, see that yeah i feel like he'd be very good at. he could play basketball you know or soccer or something Mm -hmm. or football you know yeah yeah um i feel like wilson's a contender here too Mm-hmm. right because like I, I could see i see wilson and i can see like wow he's like six four so definitely can play basketball um mm-hmm. you know is like fast and strong and like i look at him like oh, boy that could be like a really good linebacker maybe in high school or something you know mm-hmm. so he's i feel like another one that i would definitely put up there yeah what do you think his like number one sport would be Ooh, aside from hockey of course um yeah, I... Uh, I don't know like I could see him kind of, and this is going to depress me a little bit, but I could, I, I could see him kind of being like like a lax bro guy. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, well, that's, the, that's what I said about Oshi too. I feel like they just have like lacrosse energy. Yeah. But I also feel like there's, you know, some carryover. So I guess it makes sense that that would be a sport that would be easy to transfer between. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I, I feel like that, you know, there's stick work involved. There's hitting involved. There's... Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg playing it very poorly involved with both of those, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like, but again, I feel like the secret here is that all of these guys could do all of these things because professional athletes are just, like, on a different planet than you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's just not sure. fair. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. like that, there's that video of, like, Nathan McKinnon literally, like, out skating a speed skater. Yes. In, like, hockey skates. Like, it's just, they're like that. Yeah. Yeah, or it's, like, I feel like you see, you know, all the time, oh, I think it's like Mookie Betts or whatever of the Red Sox bowled a perfect game. Oh, I think, hmm, I want to say yes. Yeah. I feel like I remember something like that. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, that's just like not fair how you get to just be good at everything and I'm the one telling lame jokes on Twitter. But I'm not projecting <laughs> at all, don't worry. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, not at all. Um, okay, so the capital um, that is most likely to succeed, ooh, as a broadcaster. I like this one. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like it would have to be someone who can speak for a prolonged amount of time without saying for sure, um, which, is, you know, is a challenge. Yeah. We'll say that. Um, hmm. I, hmm. Who would you say? That's a good question. I mean, I feel, I, 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 we keep saying TJ Oshi. I feel like he's, like, the obvious one. I'm trying to think of one, like, a little off the board here. Like, you know, I don't know. Um... I can't like Carlson I've actually heard is pretty quiet sometimes and he's like sick of talking about himself mm-hmm. um you know I feel like Ovechkin would be hilarious we actually haven't mentioned him as much as I thought we would um yeah but I feel like Ovechkin would be hilarious as a broadcaster and every time he's on tv I enjoy it just immensely but mm-hmm. I don't know if he'd be like a broadcaster you know yeah at the I feel like maybe like the between periods like he'd be good for that yeah uh, not necessarily the whole game yeah uh, kind of kind of but... like a um well okay like someone who would actually do what jeremy ronick's role is supposed to be but like do it <laughs> actually well hmm well yeah. truly anyone yeah uh, but 
Yeah, uh, ideally not I, like just another white man because we have way too many of those on the the uh, NBC Sports broadcasts already. But you know that's a different no. but related problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think that like also you know you had to have the voice for uh, the the gig. So I I don't know. I feel like a lot of like what I hear you know in between like periods just very deadpan. Yeah. So it just depends on the element they're in. So I guess like haven't really seen anyone shine per yeah. se. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have three more. Um, so, and I, cause I liked all these three. Um, or I have like a gazillion more that I have, but we gotta like, you know, we gotta, gotta train our focus here. So yes. the capital most likely to be a mastermind in a heist film. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like the mastermind is always someone that you, that is not, in the forefront obviously yeah. until like the 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 main period of the movie yes so i guess who do we think operates sort of in the background um but mm. is making moves hmm what about a michael kepney yeah you know i feel like i could see that. i feel like he has kind of the look of someone who could be like a bond villain but yeah. like the sort of like provocative one so yeah. I feel like I could see that sort of just not hiding in the background until the time comes to strike. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, where would where would you go with this one? Hmm. I I don't know. It's I I don't really watch that many like heist films. Yeah, me I feel neither. like the last one that I watched was probably like Ocean's Eleven. Um, yeah, which is like I guess. We see like Danny Ocean is the well, obviously he would be the mastermind. The movie yeah. is named after him, um, but I don't know. Mm. I feel like it. I feel like they do have that sort of like Ocean's Eleven vibe on the caps, where like yeah. there's a leader, but like it's sort of a cohesive, chaotic unit. Yeah. Um, so I think that like that's totally a cop out, but like, well, would would we maybe say like Reardon would be like the correct answer then here maybe. Yeah, you know, I guess, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, okay. He's making the moves. There you go, I like that. Um, okay, so next, second to last one. Um, the Capital with the Best Smile. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just, I can't get that image of Alex Ovechkin without, with, like, with the cup, just like, with the gap-tooth smile yeah. just like out of my head. So I feel like yeah. that's just, that's just like my pick, is, is Alex Ovechkin. Just a, every, think- just... His life is a giant smile at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's done like what he needs to do, you know. Yeah, and we haven't given him like any love in these superlatives, and I feel like it's a quintessential hockey smile. Yeah, like you got to go with that. Yeah, so yeah, it's just like I, I feel like you think of a hockey smile, and you're just like, wow, that's Alex Ovechkin. Like, and and honestly, I feel like the biggest smiles with him come like after one of his teammates scores, which is just like I feel like that's one of the un- low key kind of most fun parts about rooting for Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best. I love Alex Ovechkin. Um, speaking of people that I love the most, um, we had uh, Jacob Rash, who is a uh, former guest on the podcast, uh, just asking point blank who my favorite capital is. So, uh, Maddie, I'm going to let you tackle this first. Who is your favorite Washington capital right now? And maybe you could also give all time if you want. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, not to be truly a person from America, um, but I mean, TJ Oshie, like before he even came to the Capitals, I like loved him as just like a young hockey fan. Yeah. So like, I totally not trying to like make myself sound young, but like, I feel like just, he was always going to be like my number one, especially because he sort of came in when I was coming to DC. Okay. So obviously like, um, yeah, that, I, I feel like there's no more explanation that I need to put there. No. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, if you want to go all time, like, I mean, I have truly existed for like 22 years, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> not really. And most of those years I was in Boston. So I guess like all time, it would be dumb not to say Ovi, yeah. especially just because like you, like you said, his energy and also the fact that he is Alex Ovechkin, like yes. <laughs> how can you not? Probably but, the yeah. greatest pure goal scorer of our time. And also just like a, by all accounts, just, like, a good person and just someone who is, like, just joyful all the time. Like, yeah. I, I enjoy that. Yeah. He's the sure. best. Uh, love you, Ovi. Um, my favorite, so, 
right now, I don't know. Okay, so I will I will uh, tease that I'm actually working on a piece right now about Nicholas Backstrom's Hall of Fame chances. Here's a hint. They're really, really good. They're way better <laughs> than people think they are. Um, and I've always just kind of, like, low-key appreciated Backstrom. Like, I think he's someone who... The Capitals don't get anywhere near where they are without Backstrom. You know, I think that obviously Ovechkin is Ovechkin, right? And he is Mm -hmm. the greatest pure goal scorer of our time. But you always wonder, like, what would have happened to the Caps without Backstrom. And I'm really glad we don't Mm -hmm. have that that question or have to give that answer. And I just, like, I've always appreciated it. I feel like the stories that Isabel was turning out after he won, after the Caps won the Cup with Backstrom was just really, really cool. And I feel like he's someone that internalized a lot of the pressure that the Capitals were facing before they did the thing. And I don't know. I've always just like had a huge soft spot for Nicholas Backstrom. Uh, I also have his Jersey. So a little monetary <laughs> interest in that too, but uh, he's just the best. I love Nicholas Backstrom. So that's probably my pick for both. Uh, you know, I could toss out a, uh, I enjoyed when Alex Semen decided he cared. Uh, this is probably a little bit before your Capitals fandom, but that was one where, like, I, whenever, he, he actually got the the 100th spot on Wyshynski's top 100 NHL players, and he was someone that, like, was a joy to watch, but just never, like, seemed to care for stretches of time, and, mm-hmm. you know, we were always a little baffled by Alex Seven. So that was one where I, you know, I, you know, almost wish he had been on that team that won, because, you know, that was a part of my Capitals experience, was watching him and decide, and watching him decide whether he cared that night or not. But uh, he's someone who I also really enjoyed. So that's kind of a long-term shout-out, too. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Um, well, Maddie, this was a blast. I'm glad we finally got to have you on. Um, plug some stuff. Where can people kind of find your work and uh, writing and all that? Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm probably doing, like, video moving forward. Um, so if you see a video, maybe I made it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but don't know where to plug that. But um, – <laughs> Just watch ESPN tweet. videos, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, I, I tweet a lot. If you want to follow my Twitter, it is truly mostly just pictures of my dog and bad jokes. Um, but I'm a very good dog, know, though, so it's great. He's a great dog. Yeah. He's named after Martin St. Louis, so, Aww. like, he's a good dog. He's um, a good dog. But, yeah, so I'm on social media at Mads Runs if you want to say hi. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, Addy, this was a blast, and uh, we'll have you on again in the future uh, for uh, – non-superlatives uh capitals <laughs> hockey so uh stay yeah. tuned for that and uh thanks for having me no problem no problem so uh thank you for listening to this episode of japers rank radio if you enjoyed it uh you should uh rate write subscribe review do whatever all those things are you can find my writing and musings at greg y underscore jr um and uh yeah so uh like i said if you enjoyed the podcast uh you know please give us a five-star review on itunes or any star and uh you know then you could just make fun of my voice that there's been a couple that's okay i accept it um but uh just uh you know feel free to engage with the twitter account too it's uh at japers rank radio and uh have a good one and uh, i'll see you next time